Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. This is Joe Parker, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Kimberly. Say hello, Kimberly. <laughs> hello. Welcome, <laughs> and thank you for tuning in. Yes, been another week, and we've got a new podcast for you. What's the topic of the podcast today, Kimberly? Today, the topic is the path of least resistance. And I would like for you to start out explaining what that means. What is the path of least resistance? You're so good at explaining stuff. Well, to me, the path of least resistance may not always be the best path. It's going to be the path that, it could be the easy path. It could be the path that is the one that, you know, you don't have to work really hard to go down. Now, there are definitely some benefits to making your life easy, uh, and I'm not against having an easy life. However, um, sometimes the path, uh, the easiest path, may not be the one that, you know, you would choose for yourself. It could be the path that someone else is choosing for you. And, and they make it easy for you. Or it could be just a path that is something that, uh, you know, maybe you're you know, just naturally good at, which is, which is fine too. Um, however, what you want to make sure of in your path in life is it's the path you want to go down. It's the one that makes you feel good. Not necessarily the path that just goes along and, and makes your life, you know, easy. Because there's definitely benefits to you know overcoming obstacles in life and mounting those challenges and going where you know your heart tells you you want to go and that's not not always necessarily the easy path i agree and i think sometimes people may be following uh what another's vision is for them without realizing it yeah without really realizing it's not their path and maybe they discount their path or they've been told that's not possible for them, and this other path is more practical. They'll maybe experience more success in, in doing something else. And, and so I think that sometimes people will be following a path that's not necessarily something they've chosen for themselves. I agree. I think that a lot of times the path of least resistance is the path that someone else has chosen for you, the path that your parents may have chosen for you, your teachers suggested you go to, your boss may have... culture? Yeah, your culture maybe. Yeah, exactly. There's lots of outside influences that can motivate us and kind of push us in, in directions that just seem like the, you know, that's the easy way to go. And... I don't think we always end up where we want to be if we just allow, you know, the current to just take us wherever it wants to go. Uh, I think the the benefit of knowing what you want and and doing it because you want it, and you'll end up in a much better place 
than if you just allow, you know, the environment that you're in to kind of dictate where you're, where you're moving in life. I, I think there's probably an undercurrent of dissatisfaction with life when we do not listen to that which we're called to do. And, and I think it's, from my experience of what I've seen, later in life is when people start saying, all right, I'm going to do this. I've wanted to do this all my life, and I'm going to do it because that's really what brings us joy uh, is doing you know, what we've always wanted to do. And it's, it's exciting to see people come into that. And sometimes people come into that young. Sometimes they just come in knowing, and they're not going to listen to anyone, tell them any different. They're going to do their own thing. And it's just I love watching people do what they love. Yeah, absolutely. And it's wonderful when you can catch that at a young age and really know what you want. You know, I think that might be one of the reasons that people go through a midlife crisis, you know, in their in their 40s or whenever it happens. Because uh, that's when you kind of have to reevaluate your life and go, well, is this what I really want? You know, I've spent 30, 40 years working towards a goal, and now you guys go going, am I happy? And I think happiness and what you want in life now becomes important. So that's when people go through divorces and they change careers and they buy sports cars and they, you know, go do different stuff because now suddenly that becomes more important than, than maybe that path of least resistance that, you, that we may have gone down earlier in life. Hmm. So I do know that when um, I turned... You know, actually, it wasn't when I turned 40, but it was when I was getting close to 40 that I decided that it was time to make a few changes in my life. And I, I remember you bought a motorcycle. Yeah, I did. And now I have a much a, to my disappointment. A garage full of motorcycles. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't want you to ride a motorcycle. I was afraid that you'd get hurt. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think the the big kind of turning point for me was when uh, my father got sick. And, and he was um, going through the the process of leaving us. And that's when I kind of looked and said, well, man, I've been kind of not doing some things that I used to do when I was growing up that were important to me. And one of those was riding motorcycles. It was something that I really enjoyed when I was young, and, and I really wanted to get back to that. And I had you know, stopped doing it for various reasons, kids and, and things like that. And I just said, you know what, I need to have this back in my life. Yeah, I went out and bought a motorcycle, and I know you weren't happy about it. And, mm, well, uh, I got over it. You did. It, it became clear that it didn't right. matter what I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm, I didn't push back too hard. I think when you're a young mom and you've got little kids, and I was at home with our children, raising our children, I wanted you to be safe and sound for, you know, us. You're, you... Uh, you know, you were our everything, providing for us and um, any thought of any harm coming to you, so that's a very scary thing. So I was very resistant to that. And I think as the kids have gotten older, and I've changed a lot, I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago, and I relaxed into just supporting you, doing what's important to you, what you love, and trusting. I mean, I have no control or power over... Anything <laughs> other than myself, 
I'm not the only woman who feels that way. I've met other women who mm. are not crazy when their husbands decide to get motorcycles. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I have really no desire to join you on the back of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. We haven't gotten his and hers motorcycles, nor no, have you wanted to go for long motorcycle trips it's on the back okay. of the bike. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We don't have to do everything together. No, it's true. I have my buddies, and then you know, I take the boys motorcycling, and you know, that's how we have you know boy fun, and that's okay. And I, I don't like the loudness, and I don't like the jolting, and I don't like the leaning into a turn. Yeah, I think it's important for everybody to do what they enjoy, and you don't necessarily have to do it with your spouse, because you're not always going to like the same things. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's okay to do something on your own, and even if it's uh, kind of difficult to introduce it at first, because it was a, a bone of contention between us for a while, but... Eventually, um, it became important enough that I needed to to get back there. And I think that's what a lot of people do in life is they may sacrifice things for a while. And Mm -hmm. then eventually it becomes important enough where it needs to, you know, manifest in their life. And, and, you know, if if there are things like that, you know, I suggest do it sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Don't wait if there's something that you really want to do. I mean, go after it, even if it isn't the path of least resistance because you know i think some of the best things in life are are difficult at first Mm -hmm. you know you have to struggle for it i mean Mm -hmm. the easy stuff in life anybody can have right Mm because it's easy and it's common the things that are are really meaningful in life are difficult to obtain right because it's a it's a hard road Mm -hmm. but they're the most meaningful things so that's why i think the path of least resistance is not necessarily the best path because it's going to lead you to a place where there's a lot of other people fighting for the same stuff because everybody goes there. Well, um, I, I, I think I've heard a lot about the path of least resistance being a good path to take. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's just a um, different perspective of, of how to look at it. I mean, you know how semantics are so powerful. Words mean so much different things to people mm-hmm. and I, I think I think the path of least resistance is just following your inner guide and um, your heart and doing that which feels right uh, even if it's not always easy and following my heart has always gotten me great results <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah it hasn't always been easy to do that but I guess in my mind, that is the past. That's the path of least resistance. That is the easier way. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> well, kind of does. I think it's the path that makes you feel best about yourself. It feels um, like the right and, thing to do. Right. I, and you've often told me that you always thought I had a really good compass and that I just mm-hmm. sort of knew. You've always asked me, how do you just know? what the right thing to do is, and I just say, I just listen to my heart. My mm-hmm. heart guides me, and if it feels wrong, I say no. And if it feels right, I say yes, even when I don't think it's going to be easy, or if it looks scary, or it looks hard, it feels right. And so I I push through, and I, and I say yes to those things, because I've always gotten great results that way. So I remember when you wanted to work for Microsoft, and 
I knew what, what, what that would mean for our family. It would mean a really long commute, like a two-hour commute one way, which would make <laughs> yep. a four-hour commute daily, and um, lots of your time, and um, that's something you really, really wanted on your resume, and it was a really great opportunity, and it would mean lots of money. And I said, no, I don't want to support that because it would take you away from us. I, I would not have a husband and a father for, for, I don't know, however many years you decided to work there because I knew it would mean probably 80 hours a week and I would never see you. And I thought, how is that going to affect our relationship with, you know, in our marriage and with our children? And I don't know why I brought that up. What, what, what am I connecting that to? I, I guess it was because it was a path of um, more resistance. I mean, I kind of wanted to go that way. It was something I was interested in. It was, it was one of my career goals. And it was a difficult choice for me to turn that down and uh, to put my family first. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that putting my family first was a difficult choice, but, but realizing that that was what the choice was, you know, between having a good relationship with my family or choosing the job. Well, you know, I didn't have, I hadn't put it in that perspective, and you helped me see it that way. And once I realized that, yeah, it was going to really affect my relationship with you and and my ability to be there for our young kids, that I just decided that, you know, this was it wasn't the worth best the choice. money. It wasn't. That's really what it came down to, and it was so clear to me. And even I had friends that said, "What are you doing?" Do it, do it, jump mm -hmm. on that. Look at all that money, look at all that money. Mm -hmm. You could have this and this. And I was like, I don't care about things. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have my husband around. My kids are not going to know their father. I, I totally could see that very, very clearly. And I said, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. People are more important than money. That's right. And it so works. I guess that's what I meant by just knowing. I, I Sometimes I see things and I just know that this is going to, work for us or this is not going to work for us and I remember telling you I, I said I do not support this and um, if you if you go ahead and do it and you take that job um, I'll do my best however I really believe that having you gone 80 hours a week is going to really impact our marriage and our family life <laughs> mm -hmm. so I'm really glad that you listened that's right yep and I found another job close by and now I work 10 minutes away so I had the opportunity to um, coach the kids in soccer and to be close to home. And, Cub Scout leader. Yeah, and Cub Scout leader. And lots all. of time with our family, exactly. and it's made all the difference. That's right. We're a close family as a result. Mm -hmm. So um, So it's all worked out. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was a difficult choice, but uh, made it, and things have worked out for the best. And, and if I'd have gone down that path of least resistance in my career and taking that job, then you know, things could have been a lot different. I mean, it could have led us to a place where we were be un unhappy as a family. I don't think we'd be married 25 years. <laughs> we're celebrating 25 years yeah, of marriage right. this year, and it's because we've put that time and energy right. into a relationship, and it's paid off. Okay, so that's our podcast on the path of least resistance, and that's kind of a story that came up for us as we were talking about it and we hope that there was some benefit in there for our listeners and thank you for listening to the program your life podcast make it a great day well that's our show for today thank you so much for tuning in we were so happy to be able to share this episode of the program your life podcast with you make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org 
always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.